Hey sports fans, welcome to episode 29 of State of My Sports at State of MI Sports. We talk about the teams we love and you love in this great state of Michigan. Stay in touch with us on our social media, State of MI Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Also like our Facebook page with the same name, State of MI Sports. We want to know what you like, what you dislike, and what you want to hear. And let us know your opinion on all our topics. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You're alerted when a new episode is out. And share us with some friends to help us grow our audience. Episode 29, we're going to talk about the Detroit Lions lost to the Chicago Bears, and they're also, also their upcoming matchup with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we'll touch base on MSU's loss to Illinois, but with it being Michigan-Michigan State Week, we'll dedicate a lot of our time to the in-state rivalry we love here. We'll talk about the upcoming game, but also give you all our favorite and least favorite players and moments in this great rivalry. We're excited. Um, we'll make some picks against the spread as well. As well. And we'll um, also grade some beers, as we normally do. Mm-hmm. So, um, I am Sam Waldhart. With, with me, as always, we have Ryan Waldhart, Micah Smith, and Kyle Fossey. Uh, we're ready to talk some sports, ready to drink some beer. And we're ready to give you guys some grades, and we're ready to just kick this rivalry week off. Are you guys excited about this? I love hate week. I've heard, I mean, you can call it hate week, you can call it rivalry week, you can call it, you know, whatever you want to call it. It's just, it's just a good time, right? It's a good time. It's a so good it time. feels different, though. Doesn't it feel a little odd? Like, with State being a little down this year, it's like Michigan Like Michigan State fans are like, you guys are going to blow us out. You're going to blow us out. You're going to blow us out. And Michigan fans are like, I don't know. Like, it's like slow your roll a little bit. Everybody's <laughs> yeah, just right. being really cautious. <laughs> right. That's exactly how it is. You're right. It's insane. But it, it's exciting. I'm, I'm really excited about it. It'll be a good time. So let's jump into beer intros. Kyle, you want to kick us off on, on what you're drinking? Certainly, yeah. Uh, let's see. Bell's Official. Uh, Hazy India Pale Ale. I did that beer once. Um, I thought so, yeah. So, yeah, it's not a great can or anything. Just kind of a, yeah, it's official, I guess. We'll see. Cool, cool. Ryan? Tonight I'm drinking Founders Breakfast Stout. Double chocolate, coffee, and oatmeal stout. Um I, I actually went to Founders for lunch earlier in the day, and I had one of their beer. I actually can't recall the name of the beer that I drank earlier, but you're allowed to drink beer on lunch. Only if my boss does. Oh. So he he took the lead, and I followed. Nice for sure. Uh, and, and it was a dark beer. I think it was like a. It was a. Oh man, I'm completely blanking. I don't remember. I'll I'll give it to you sometime. I'll, I'll let good. you know. Yeah, later on, but. It kind of set the tone for the the darker beer, the the coffee and oatmeal stout. So, cool. pretty pumped. Mike, what about you? I've got PB and Jaily from Elk Brewing. It's a it's a uh, peanutty up front with a Concord grape finish type beer. It's a lot going on, so it should <laughs> taste like front, a like when you said up front. I thought you were gonna say something in the back, just like a mullet type thing, <laughs> like a party up front, hey, oh. Corn. business Corn. up front, party in the back. I thought it was gonna be something along those lines, but grape in the back, yeah, something like that. For sure. <laughs> All right, so I have the infamous side yard, oh. New England style IPA from Bell's. So it, it's kind of a funny story here. So go back a few oh, episodes, yeah. and I was talking about how. I was gonna buy it at one of the beer stores, and it was twenty eight dollars for a four pack. Oh, this is that. And I was just like, no way, dude. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna do it. Game over. I'm never gonna drink it again. Like that's. I just. I figured that was my last shot, and I just. I blew it because I'm cheap. 
Fighting. But anyways, fast forward to, was it last weekend, Micah? Yep. So we were at Micah's house for the Michigan game against, or it was two weeks ago then. Yeah, it could have been last Yeah, two weeks. Sorry. Two weeks ago. And my sister Brittany comes in with a four-pack of side yard. And I'm just like, no way. You spent, you know, 20 to 30 bucks on a four-pack of beers. And she goes, hold on a minute. So, so what she did, she went to a place over by her house, and it wasn't even in their system yet. So she brings it up all excited, expecting to pay this. She heard us on the podcast that we were talking about this beer, and she was all pumped. She's going to get it. And she, they're like, well, it's not ringing up. It's not ringing up. And she goes, all right, well, is it just free? Or, like, what are you going to do? And they're like, let me get my manager. So they went and get her manager. Micah, chime in if I'm telling this wrong, because this is how I remember it, but I had a couple beers yeah. in me already. So, um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> But anyways, it wasn't ringing up, and then the manager's like, I don't know. Just give it to her for nine bucks or something like that. Oh, boy. So she walks out of that place with $9 beers. When they should have been close to 30. should have been close to 30 bucks. And and they looked at it, and they're like, don't expect this again because we're going to get this figured out. We know you're getting a deal here. (laughs) (laughs) What makes that so expensive? I don't know. I mean, it's solid so far. I'm I'm a big fan. Yeah. Obviously, the juicy New England style are, are my go-tos. Right, so. right. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to taste it. It's a little more hoppy than I thought it was going to be. Is that the right word? Yeah. It could be. Yeah. Cool. Depending on how hoppy you thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, That's yeah. fair. <laughs> it's kind of the way it works, right? It's not Easter yet. <laughs> I wish, man. I, I'm ready for the snow to be gone. We're only two days yeah. in. Yeah. Oh, it's nasty. It's terrible out. Yeah. All right. So let's let's uh, talk about the lions and bears. Kind of what we saw. Um, in case y'all missed it, in late Saturday. Nope. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Late Saturday morning to early Sunday night. Saturday night, early Sunday morning. I'm getting it figured out. All right. I'm, let's go. Let's get. Whoa. I gotta figure this out here. <laughs> the rumors started swirling about Matthew Stafford, and he really had a good chance of missing this game, and then it happened. The worst news any Lions fan could wake up to or get alerted on their phone on a Sunday morning when they're minding their own business, getting ready for church and whatnot, Stafford is out. Yeah. yeah. And that pretty much ruins my Sunday. I don't know about you guys, but that just basically was just like, oh, great. Now I have to sit and watch a game without Matthew Stafford with a terrible defense. Yeah. The Joey, only hope was just gone. Just like Joey that. went to the game. Oh, did he uh, really? From work, and he's like, he goes, I woke up like – it was the first thing I saw on my phone, and he's like, part of me just wanted to, like, roll over and go back to sleep. <laughs> like, <laughs> Absolutely. Like, but I'm, I'm here. I might as well. He was excited to go to Soldier. He'd never been to Soldier Field. and um, Yeah, but he was <laughs> he was not happy. Oh, and he shouldn't man. have been. <laughs> yeah. So in comes Jeff Driscoll, who's, you know, I thought his athleticism and arm, arm strength actually looked pretty solid. Uh, he went 27 of 46 for 269 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. But just wasn't good enough. You know, it. There's something off with him and the wide receivers. You could see it from really from the beginning to the end. It's just kind of it's not your main quarterback. You, it's just it's yeah. Weird. I mean he's he's a backup. He looked yeah. like a backup. Yep, better than what I thought. Which we'll get yeah into that a little athletic. Bit. Yeah, but, um, you know I thought the wide receivers mainly Galladay kind of let him down with some key moments. He he had a couple just throws that are little off that Stafford would hit in a better spot, but the wide receivers probably still could have caught. There were some drop balls. Yeah, there, yeah. So. Um, defensively, you know, it sounds like a lot of fans are kind of on both sides here. You got some that are like, well, you let Trubisky go 16 of 23, 173, three touchdowns. I mean, Trubisky gets three touchdowns. That's terrible. But 
you know, I thought they looked pretty good. So I'll, I'll kind of go through the stats here. Um, Trubisky, like I said, 173 yards and three touchdowns. Montgomery was limited to 60 yards on 17 carries. So the defense was was running the game pretty. Running defense was pretty pretty solid. Defense also had five sacks from five different players. Uh, Flowers, Wilson, Tavai, Kennard, and Daniels all had one. That's great to see. Um, you know, it just it felt like a. I thought it felt like a pretty good defensive performance. I really did. Um, against a poor offense, I know. But other than the two drives, so I, I did look it up. Um, the last one of the first half, they went 76 yards in 10 plays. In the first one of the second half, they went 51 yards on five plays. So that's 127 yards. And there was only 99 yards the rest of the game. So the defense really played pretty well other than those two drives. Um, but other than that, I mean, Ryan, what, what, what were your thoughts on what you saw? Obviously, it's... It's hard to talk about when you don't have your quarterback. Yeah, I mean it is. It is hard. It to is th- a team game. Yeah, I would expect the Lions the way they played this game. I would expect them to win that game with with Stafford because mm-hmm. they really did. They dom- the defense dominated the game in the first half. Besides that last drive, it, it felt like if Stafford was in the game, they would have been up twenty one nothing. Yeah, exactly. Early. Yep, and, and it would have changed the outlook for the entire the rest the of the Bears game. The Bears would have just curled up in the fetal position and yeah. sucked their thumbs till the game was over. And what's weird about it is I, I'm kind of on the side of the, the defense actually played really well minus three plays. Yeah. And the three touchdowns were the majority of the yards for Trubisky, and they, were, they weren't even good throws. They were, I mean, they were I think they the were touchdown good. to end the first half was a pretty good throw. I'll, I'll give him credit for being a good throw. To it a didn't look that like been covered better. It didn't look like a very good decision. Like he was throwing off his back foot. He was just kind of slinging it up in the air. Maybe that's wh- when he's at his best. I don't know, but those were the best throws he made all day. Mm-hmm. And it was three of them, you know, and he ended up with three touchdowns. You look at the rest of the stats and it shows that he didn't really have a good game. Yeah. He didn't really make a whole lot happen besides that, but in the end it is three touchdowns. So the argument is real, <laughs> whether they played yeah. well or not. It, it's kind of a confusing. I mean, one. twenty points, you you should win. If yeah. you have, if you, you have, your, in, I mean, Kyle, what do you think? If Stafford's in that game, they easily win that. They game. They win that game. Yeah. No, I think so. And it's funny. He's just. It, it is kind of, you know, gut wrenching is the wrong thing, but it's like, as soon as you see it, you know you're gonna, lo- you're probably gonna lose that game. Yeah. It was uh, like the only hope you had just right. got sucked from you. When we talked so much last week, like the defense, which they did play better, but they've looked terrible. Yeah. Um, no, and yeah, I think they they kept him in the game to a certain extent, and um, it just yeah, had he played, I think no doubt, I and think it, that's a win. And there were a couple of throws there, you know, that got by Slay even, mm-hmm. and Slay was right on him. It didn't even look like he knew the ball was coming. Does he look checked out to you? I don't know because he was still right. I mean, he was hanging with Allen Robinson the whole game. He's a good wide receiver. He's yeah, a he stud. Is. Yeah. And some of those throws, like I said, he was he was running with him the whole time, and and he, I don't know, the ball yeah. just snuck by. That just, happens. I'm just kind of nervous about him right now. Like I feel like I don't think he's committed, man. I don't either. He's definitely waiting it, for which, his paycheck, which sucks because most of the time I think he is committed, and he's he is like a team first guy. And he I, I, he is a look at me guy as well, but he cares about the city. At least that's a feeling I get. Is he cares about the the city? He cares about the team. Yeah. Right now, it's just like I feel like he's just trying to get to like Ryan said to the next paycheck. Yeah. And but but would, I I don't know. I can't really blame him though because the way this season has gone is we he probably feels exactly the same way that we feel. Like he's confused about it. He thought he had a better team. Yeah. They 
have all this talent around him, but they're not really executing it and turning it into wins in the end. So he's probably conflicted, you know? Yeah. About it, like what, what he should play for, because should he really risk everything and and stick his neck out there, literally stick his neck out there and and risk an injury, or should he take it easy, just like the Lions are and Stafford might be, and all this other stuff going on, and be healthy enough to get a really good paycheck? Yeah, so, so you brought up, did you meet? Did you say that purposely? No, I. That Stafford might be like. Do you think that he's milking this injury? Is that? Is that what I, and I'm not putting words in your mouth. That's kind of the tone I got there. I'm not. I'm not saying he's milking the injury. I think. He, all right. I want to. I want to be really careful the way I say this. I guess. I think he's a warrior, and yes. we've seen that he plays through anything and everything. I think there is risk management in this, and he will. He will be the warrior when we need him to be. And the way the season has gone, if we had seven wins or six wins going into that game, he would have played. Yeah, that's the way I feel about it. But I also, as a fan, do you think that's doctors though? Maybe, and the doctors in the team's decision. Yeah, it, look, he they said doctors, it was a team decision, and doctors and team decision. It's like, yeah, I mean, if we're six and two, yeah, we're gonna play. Yeah, like, but doctors right? also doctors also know as much as you tell them a lot of times too. So that's they'll true. they'll always ask you what your pain severity is, rank kind of you know one to ten scale. Yeah, you can if you want to play and you're gonna make sure that you play in that game. Oh, no big deal. It's four. Yeah, but if it, if you're being honest, maybe he's being completely honest. Look, this is an eight. I could play, but what do you guys think? You yeah. know, and then the doctors are going to make the right call in the end for him. Okay. I think if they've got two more wins, I think he plays in that game. Uh, agreed. Yeah, I, mean, it, it, I, I, I think exactly I, what Ryan I, said. I, I I do agree with you guys, but I hate that. I hate I hate yeah. thinking that because I do look at Stafford as a complete warrior. I mean, he played with a broken back last year down but, the stretch. Yeah, yeah, he did. And so. And he go- went into this year, and the injury is flaring up again. Yeah. So maybe a light bulb was going off in his head and saying, "Is this season? Is this season right now worth it to be that warrior? Or should I get healthy for when yeah. we have the talent Which in the group for for because, next year?" Well, it sucks big like, time, but two, it's smart two plays, to a extent, honestly, too. two or three plays for the and season. It, you're for talking for the season. Yeah. In this game, this like we are six and two going into this game. I know that's that's and the, that's the frustrating part is yes, this team is probably still maybe good enough, but you're right now three plays not good enough. Yeah. To make that game worth playing in, it's the reality of it. Yeah, I mean, that's what's crazy about football, man. But but yeah, that's yeah. also we're yeah. not the Ravens, you know, we're not the yeah. the Chiefs. I'll still keep bringing up the Chiefs, even though they yeah. keep losing, but. A lot of those teams actually get wins, and it's a and they know it's a win the whole time. They dominate the game. It's not close. It's not the way the Lions are built right now. Yeah. So a season can be lost by a few plays, a few calls oh, yeah. going your way or not yeah. going your way. And that's just that's the life of being a Lions fan at this point. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, that's that's so Lionsy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this game felt like that. Just oh, same old Lions kind of feel yeah. because you wake up and Stafford's not playing. It's like okay, it's the Bears. We're definitely going to lose if we win. I know, but like Sam is so nervous Sam is about uncomfortable. <laughs> but it was such a conflicting feeling during that game, wasn't it? Because if the Lions win, then you're like, oh, so I don't know. Do we just keep trying for this year? But if the Lions lose to the Bears, like of course they lose to the Bears. They're the worst team in the league at this yeah. point, and maybe we should try to tank. But we have three wins, so that's hard to tank and get a really good pick. Yeah, going to the next like same you're old Lions. In a, you're, you're in the middle, right in the middle. You're gonna stay in the middle. Yeah. So I was gonna kind of bring up a little more about the game, but I don't think it's worth doing. Like, it's, 
I think I got to bring up one one play just as a shout out to a buddy at work. Okay, is uh, the the second to the last play of the game, twenty one seconds left. I think the Lions were on the twenty nine thirty yard line, something like that. They were driving the ball down the field, and Kenny Galladay had a, a like a one yard reception running across the middle. Kenny Galladay, yeah, with twenty one seconds left, no yeah. timeouts. Over the middle. Over the middle. Why was he not running 15 yards down the sideline or or, yeah. or streaking to the end zone and using his big body to, to I don't, make a play it was like, a like he did all game? Play. It was a very strange play. I It made no sense to me because it's not like you're setting yourself up in a better situation. It was just, I don't, I don't know. It, it was very strange. Seems like one of those critical times of the game. It, it, it was not the reason we lost. Does Stafford make that throw? We would have been ahead with Stafford, so well, that but, throw wasn't but, there. But and Stafford wouldn't have thrown it across. He the wouldn't middle have. Th- in he that wouldn't situation. have thrown it to him. Yeah, I mean Jeff Driscoll threw the the interception he had was oh, absolutely brutal. Terrible. That's yeah. not a play that, Stafford. Right, would it, make. I mean, if you really look at it, that was really the difference in the game. Yeah. So it, I mean, it came down to it. It just seemed like an odd play. Like, why is Kenny Galladay again the second week in a row a a big threat? game on the line like why isn't he in the right spot why isn't he down the field why isn't he making a play he's right in the middle of the field yeah with a guy with a guy following him the whole i don't know it just seemed weird i had to bring it up it's yeah no i I remember i remember like you you kind of mentioned it and it took me a minute to remember but i also remember my buddy trap or you guys remember trap um (laughs) who's that yeah (laughs) Um, he he he's, texted me like right when that happened. He goes, he's loosely affiliated. He would have been. Oh yeah, yeah. he would have been better off not catching that. It's like that's another yeah. thing on Galladay. It's like knock that ball down. And be like, I don't want that ball. Yeah, you know it's somebody's terrible. right on your hip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, we're still talking about the game. I mean, the defense. I, I do want to bring that up. Was the product of the defense? Was that taking the, them taking a step back in the right direction, or just a terrible, terrible? D- offense for the Chicago Bears. Kyle, do you have any thoughts on that? That's a bad offense. I think um, I don't know that the Lions' defense is not good. Maybe they can play better than they have the last three weeks before that, but at the same time, that's a really bad offense. Did yeah. you? Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. The sacks that the Lions got, yeah. I'm, I'm glad they got five sacks, but <laughs> right. that's also yeah. Trubisky being an idiot and running, right. around, <laughs> yeah, running around and not knowing what to do with it. Yeah, yeah. So before we move on to to their game against Dallas, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that either, but. Because with all the question marks of Stafford, we don't know if he's going to play or not. But what now? Like, where are we at with this team? Do we want them to win? Or is this just basically just get through the season, continue to lose, get a better draft pick? Lose, get to be. You might as well. Doesn't that suck? It's not even Thanksgiving, and that's the way we're thinking. I heard there's a really good defensive end that'll probably be healthy going into next year. I don't know, from Ohio State. Do you think we would get a shot at him? Is like, there a defensive end? Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be pretty, pretty healthy if he doesn't play. He's going to be really healthy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he'll, be rip, he'll be raging. He's going to be just as healthy <laughs> as Bosa was. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, so, Ryan, gonna, where are you at? It's supposed to be a really good draft, though. Yeah. Like it's, isn't, I, it is. I, yeah, really deep yeah. quarterback. Yeah. A lot which, of people will Which that's will what I like. That. Like, I mean, if Lions, let's say they fall in top 7 to 14, you're still going to get a pretty high-end talent because there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks going. I, th- I could see... Sure. I mean, we'll see when when who all wants a quarterback then and stuff, but top five. Yeah. I mean, there's probably going to be five first-round um, quarterbacks drafted, potentially. So I'm trying to go through in my head. Yeah, there's going to be a I mean, you, fair you have, amount of them. Yeah. Yeah. 
LSU. His what's Burrow? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yeah. You Wait, you're like, saying the Lions should draft a quarterback? I I would like to at least pose the question. Do you think that that'd be a good idea? I think I just answered that question with the way I asked. Yeah, that I question. mean, I know I knew your answer to this before I even asked St- it. I'm not ready for it. He's not going to be. He ain't getting younger. I mean, let's if Chase Young's on the board, I would rather them take Chase Young for Yo, sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Look at this. We've turned this into a draft talk. This is yeah, that's this is the problem. That's you guys are where, we are. where we're at right now. So the Lions Stafford needs. Yeah, go back to what you you wanted to talk about right away. What was that? Where where we're at? The yeah, state of the Lions. Where what do you Where guys, do we go from here? Yeah, Drop where games, do we go? Draft. So and, that'd be my call. I I don't disagree with you because I know we're not making the playoffs. I know for a fact we're not making the playoffs. But at the same time, I think tanking puts more. You know, maybe tanking is not the right word. Just losing purposely. Yeah. I don't, that is tanking. <laughs> Isn't I mean, that by definition? Yeah, yeah. you're right. And so if if that's Nailed what you want to see, like where are you at with this regime? Because do you think that they deserve another year with with Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia? Because I feel like that's where you kind of have to make this decision. If if you're going to base these wins and losses moving forward, the second half of the season, on this regime, then you got to continue to press forward. You got to get Stafford back and let them try to show something. Yeah. If, if they don't win another game. People are going to be calling for this regime's head. They're going to say, fire this, fire that. Okay, well, what do you want exactly? You know what I mean? Am I, yeah. no, am I, I posing but, that question correctly? But I think that's a, a question that, you know, like Quinn, Patricia, have to be having that conversation with ownership at the same time. Um, like asking the Ford family, hey, what do you want here? Yeah. Because this is what we would do, but we don't want to put our, Future, our jobs yeah, our on jobs. the line either. Yeah. If you want us to try to win as many games as we can, we'll try, but... Here's the long term. Here. Yeah. Here's the, well, we could yeah. also get this guy and be right. this much better next yeah. year, all of yeah. those things. What about you, Ryan? Like, where are you at with this re- regime? I feel like Patricia and Bob Quinn, are, they're taking a crap ton of heat right now. Yeah, they are. Which is warranted in ways, but at the same time, I, I don't think it's because I do. I think we all could see three to four plays, and this team is... Potentially playoff bound, playoff bound. Yeah, if not in a wild card, possibly leading the division, because they to go back three weeks ago. When if they don't get completely screwed over with those terrible calls, they're in first place. Then it, look, I'm not saying that they'd be in first place right now, but when you really look at it, well, every game, which you could go the other way as well. On, on you even could, the you wins, could. even the wins. Yeah, it, and I think what, the, what you're talking about right now, though, is something that I feel or I think about with football all the time. It's how much people overreact. And I brought it up. I don't think head coaches get enough time to build something and to build a culture and build something special. And I think if you're a GM, if you're an owner, I would like to see uh, those guys give head coaches more time to build something and to build to establish themselves and to get the real people. I mean, we, we can say all we want that they've rebuilt the team. These are their guys. But this is their second year. Yeah. That's not necessarily true. They're still working with still the, high, the top talent that they're yeah that they started with. You know, at this time last year we still we we had a, a a much different roster, and it's not like you can just go get exactly who you wanted. You're still bringing in guys who are available yeah. in that year. Yep. So I'm not on the train for firing this regime. I don't think we're that far away. And mm-hmm. I don't and I don't like just talking about wins losses and say you don't perform, you're out of here. 
Yeah. That doesn't fly with me because especially when when all these games come down to one or two plays, yeah. one or two calls. These refs potentially can change the fact if these guys get another year or not. Yeah. And and you know, I I've kind of brought up the fact that um um Quinn was let go or traded. Yep. And we didn't get a whole lot back. Sorry, Quandre Diggs. Quandre Diggs. Sorry, yep. yeah, yeah. Quandre Diggs was traded. And we didn't get a lot back for him. I didn't like that move when it happened, and I still don't like it at this point. But there might have been some locker room stuff. It was just bad luck that we lost our safeties after that. Exactly. And it's bad luck that we started the season without our whole defensive line, and they just keep getting hurt. You know, you can't control all those factors. And Matthew Stafford, it's it's a shame to waste a career year that Matthew Stafford was having. Yeah. But now look at him. Now he's hurt. Now he's dealing with back injuries. I I have a hard time saying we should push forward with this year with all the variables are where they are right now, where they're at at this point. I would I would almost say let's I don't know start a new identity, start over with where they want to be. Let's create something with these young guys. See what we have with a lot of these players that we've drafted. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe start over next year. It sucks. And, and that, it does. I, I do it does agree. suck. But but this last game with the Bears almost cemented it in my mind. No, I, I agree. because if we were competitive and Stafford was out there playing, it was I. There was no question in my mind that he was going to play Sunday because he always does. Yeah. Then he wasn't, and then it's like okay, the thoughts start going through your head. We're gonna lose to the Bears. Yeah, Th- that's the way we're all gonna we're feeling right now. And then we did lose to the Bears. Yeah. So, if Stafford is battling something, you know, we're one hit away from losing him for the rest of the season, anyways. I don't know. I have a hard time rooting for him for the rest of the year. I'd almost rather them tank as much as I hate to say it. Yeah. No, I I, I can't disagree with you on that, and I, I'm just I'm having such a hard time with it because. I thought losing to the Bears was going to call it quits for me. But, but the way I am is I look at the next game and I'm yeah. like, but if they win this game, but see, you I never think, know. Like that's what I say at time and time again. So let's let's sorry. Do you have something? I just have one more thing. Yeah. So only one more thing. I've, I've been talking <laughs> for like half an hour. Uh, the football is only sixteen games. The season is 16 games. You can have a cold streak and completely ruin a season in football. If you start off with the record in in basketball or baseball or hockey or whatever, it means nothing. These guys are like, oh, we're just getting warmed up to the season. Yeah. So that also drives me crazy when people act like, oh, this regime is absolutely terrible. They can't get it done. Yeah, they couldn't get it done over a 16-game season on their second try. You know what I mean? Yeah. So why don't don't we give them their time? Like the 49ers, they had two terrible years under Kyle Shanahan. They didn't pull the plug. Yeah. They saw something that they believed in, and they stuck with it. And if you don't believe in Patricia, then move on. That's perfectly fine. But then why did you hire him in the first place? Yeah, exactly. Same thing with Bob Quinn. If you truly believed in them, then you should not be giving up after a year and a half or two years or whatever you want to call it. Because you're basically just telling yourself you you were wrong. In every you single season. Enough, you didn't yeah. do enough yeah. work to find the guys that you truly believed in. And yeah. we went over at the very beginning of the year who's going to be the the worst to first team. That happens every single year, right? Somebody Not in this the year. <laughs> I know, but somebody in the division. It happens all yeah. the time, though. You yep. get a team in last place going to first place. Yep. That shows that football is just different. You can have bad luck. You can have a cold stretch. Whatever it is, a, a usually it's not a coaching change that makes that happen mm. usually it's just your team plays better you you were one person away you were too pre- healthy you, you were a healthy team your away depth gets better yeah you were one yeah. uh one 
person in the locker room that got everybody fired up and you were all now best friends, you know, like team chemistry, yeah. whatever it was, it wasn't that big of a difference. And that's, in my mind, what we're seeing right now with, with the Lions. That's why I wouldn't give up on it and go get Chase Young. That's what we're missing. Yeah. All right. So I do want to touch on the game against the Cowboys. I, I don't think it's worth spending a whole lot of time on because it really just comes down to if Stafford's playing. If Stafford plays, there's at least a chance. If Stafford doesn't play, there's absolutely no chance. Is that kind of where you're at, Ryan? Um, yeah, that's where I'm at too. Even with Stafford, do you think we have a chance? I, yeah, I think we have a chance because he keeps us competitive. We're competitive in every game. Yeah. What game haven't we been competitive in? We've been yeah, we've been we've been Yeah, the, you know what I mean? The Vikings is the least competitive game. Yeah, that's but definitely we had the a lead, least. I think in the mid second quarter or something. So, like that. I because that's the nature of our team, that's the way we play football, we would definitely have a chance. I'm I'm feeling like if there's any question whether or not Stafford should play or shouldn't play, if he's wrestling with that in his mind, then I'd rather him not play, try to be healthy, rest his back. I don't know, maybe maybe do some more scans, whatever they need to do, really find out what's going on. That's that's kind of where I'm leaning. I don't think he should. I don't think he should push it. I don't think he should be the ultimate warrior. And I I don't know. I'm, we'll see what happens with Jeff Driscoll again. For sure. So we'll jump into uh, Illinois at Michigan State and kind of talk about a little bit about what we saw uh, Saturday afternoon. MSU lost 37 to 34 on a heartbreaking last second touchdown by former Wolverine Brandon Peters throw to Daniel Daniel Barker. 37 um, 34 sounds like a good game, right? Well, sounds it kind of didn't end up that way. I mean, MSU was up fourteen to three after the first, twenty-eight to ten at half, thirty-one to ten heading into the fourth quarter. Oh, until Illinois outscored the Spartans twenty-seven to three in the fourth quarter. No, I'm not smiling. Um, the worky <laughs> went nineteen of thirty-six for two hundred fifty-one yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions, including a pick-six in the fourth quarter. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, Cody White had seven catches on one hundred twenty-eight yards and a touchdown, but more impressively, really, Elijah Collins had one hundred seventy yards on twenty-eight carries and two touchdowns with a six-point-one average. Pretty solid day for him. Um, the Spartans' offense—I I thought they looked, you know, really—they looked good. 526 total yards, um, 275 rushing, 27 first downs, 2-2 two and two on fourth, 4 of 15 on third downs, not the greatest, but really the three interceptions and the one fumble lost hurt a ton, along with the lackluster defensive performance, allowing 405 total yards, 369 of them through the air, which was pretty crazy. Um, you know, just, you just got to wonder what's happening to this defense. I mean, yeah. yeah, they're missing their best player with Joe Bocci in the suspension, but th- this defense and D'Antonio's defense alone is supposed to be deep, supposed to be next-man-up mentality. You're supposed to have guys all over the field, and it's getting picked apart right now. Mm-hmm. I just want to start with 27-3 to in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's unacceptable. It's hurtful. It's uncharacteristic of a D'Antonio team, flat out. Yeah, true. Um, it's flat-out disappointing and flat-out embarrassing. I mean, Kyle, are, do you think that those words are fair? I mean, what, yeah, is well, it? Yeah, are those the words that come to mind when when you look at this loss? Yes, this yeah, specifically this one. Um, yeah, you start I to see you rubbing about, your head. You, are you you're really looking forward to talking about this? I'm assuming. No, I just I I don't know. It part of me is starting to yeah. No, I I'm starting to wonder about D'Antonio. I mean, he's got a big bone. What, what were you saying? He gets four million. 
He's got a nice five million. Yeah, something. January, nice January fifteen, right? Yeah. Boy, yeah, that's a lot that's of money a, for a coach who's not interesting coaching very time well. There, it's after bowl games, yep. all of that stuff. So, um, no, that's that's unacceptable, man. You're. I think unacceptable was really the the word that I kept going back to. And it's it seems backwards to me. It's almost this. Maybe this is a silly analogy, but it's almost like lions esque. Like the defense was supposed to be the good part yeah. of this. Like and it. The offense wasn't terrible. It was the three interceptions was really bad, but they put up some really decent numbers at least. Um, but, but the, so Lewerke three interceptions. Yeah, I, I think he really had a decent game other than the three interceptions, right? Right, and that's kind of my point. Yeah. Um, um but the so, defense just so kind of going into it a little bit more in depth. I mean, one of his interceptions was with two minutes and thirty seconds left in the first half in the end zone. Flip the game or flip? Yeah. I mean, so. Interception, you're you're looking to score, make it what was it gonna be? Sorry, I don't have the score in front of me, what it was at half right now. It was twenty eight ten going into half. So you're gonna make that thirty five to three if you score a touchdown there. Yeah. Throws a pick in the end zone. Illinois goes down, throws a Hail Mary, gets a touchdown to end the half. That right there changes the game. You well, would think. Time. But then I mean yeah. you still had a you still got outscored twenty-seven to three in the fourth quarter, so it's not like that was the difference or anything like that. But, but it was kind of like the third wasn't terrible, so you're kind of like, okay, well, that fluke thing happened. Exactly, that's but the way we're, it felt. We're past that, but then uh, yeah. he also had a pick six in the fourth quarter. Right. Yeah. I mean, when you're supposed to be the the leader of the offense, taking care of the football, making the right plays, and you're not doing it, I mean, that's again unacceptable. It is. Yep. No, it absolutely is. Ryan, I mean, we're, I know you were in a. You blamed Lewerke pretty early on in the year, and I can't tell you were wrong, can't tell you were right, really. It's just kind of... No, I was right. All right, that's fair. <laughs> no, there's more than just Lewerke. It is more to than To be Lewerke, fair, yeah. But at the same time, he's proven to not be what he was two years ago. Yeah. yeah I mean, th- Michigan State did everything they needed to do to win this game, and they did everything they needed to do to, to lose this game, if that makes sense. I mean, they've... they've Absolutely dominated for three quarters. All it would would have taken is for one person to step up and make the right play in the fourth quarter to seal this game and make it absolutely impossible for for Illinois to come back to win. But and it and it's about changing the momentum. Like right when Illinois started getting that momentum and started making plays and started, you know, the three and out started happening. There was the pick six and all this stuff. All it would have taken is one drive. That's so true. Yeah, to one change that. One, yes. Stop that progress. One play. Yeah. One play to get that first down on a third down, or one play to to, or one even creative play, on a second and six or a second yeah. and eight, whatever it is. You know, there were so many opportunities for State to win this game, and it kind of blew my mind that they lost it. It was. It, it was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. You never thought it was going to happen. I checked out. I. To, Honestly, I stopped watching. Oh, I for well, sure did. We, of course Dude, we all did. Yeah. We were all watching the LSU-Alabama game, yeah, right? It's yeah, like, that, exactly. That's the game we should Dude. be watching. And it's, when this game's a blowout and you just keep checking your phone, it's yeah. like, wait, what? I know. It was, no, it's not going to happen. It was something that only wait, happens on a phone. Six. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it never happens when you're watching. Yeah. No. I, I know it's crazy to think maybe in-game, <laughs> but do you think at some point during the third quarter or after that third quarter, a lot of players checked out and started thinking towards Michigan. Well, I know it sounds crazy in game, but no, I I think it's definitely a fair question, and I I think it even has to be brought to another level. Is has this team given up? 
has this team kind of just, I don't even care anymore. They're just more worried about them. Mainly the defense, because the defense is acts, has the talent. And they have yeah. the guys that have professional aspirations. Are right. they starting to think? And I, and I look, I'm not going to come up with this on my own. I've heard someone that is pretty close with the program, a Detroit radio host. I don't know if you guys listen to him. Um, Valenti, 97, won the ticket. He's from 2 to 7, I think. 2 to 6 or 2 to 7, doesn't matter. What are you plugging his show for? I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. But they can listen if they want. I mean, it's not in competition with us, so you are free to do. You are free to do what you want. Yeah, um, he's he's very close to the Michigan State program, and he was he said that people that he's close with are saying people are giving up. People are looking at the future. They're worried about themselves. Yeah. They're worried about their stats. They're worried about getting game film, and they're not focused on the team. And that's a massive issue. If that's it's a lack of leadership, yeah, big time. So well, I mean, your leader just got suspended. So, <laughs> well, you have other leaders, or at least you should. You should. So, yeah. uh, personally, I've been on on a lot of teams in, in my life. Yeah, and for a long time, for with baseball specifically, I was on a lot of good teams, and then got to college, and I was on a lot of bad teams. And same thing with basketball. You know, I was on on teams that. It was like really, really bad at the beginning, and then, and then later in uh, high school, we got pretty good. And I don't know if giving up is the right way to put it, but I think there's this attitude and this mentality of like, uh, here we go again. Yeah. And in this game specifically, if if so, stuff starts going against you and against your team, it, it just goes the wrong way. Good teams will look at that and say, no, we're going to put an end to it right now. This isn't who we are. They make somebody steps up and makes a play, and they expect that. Yep. The bad teams, they will if something goes against them or goes you know out of their control, even something against their way, then they just it, then it starts being the snowball. Like, oh no, here we go again. Kind of mentality. Fetal position I, and suck their thumb. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I said earlier, I, I I think that's where state is at this point. Yeah. Is anything anything bad goes against them, and they just. It's a snowball. Collapse. Everybody yeah. like they're so mentally beaten up and is it mid, midget? Do you think it's I don't like know. mental midget? Yeah. Do you think it's like finger pointing too, though? And, and I know we're just speculating here. I've heard again, Valenti bring brings up that there's a lot of finger pointing inside the coach's room. Do you think that the players feel that the players start doing it to them to each other, doing it to the coaches? I mean, the way that D'Antonio just shuffled the deck chairs, if you will, with this coaching staff, that's got to cause a ton of division in a team because player X, Y, and Z loves coach A. Well, coach A or player A, B, and C loves coach Z. Yeah. It just it, it has to cause it, division. It, and I think like, that that's kind of the where it is, where the leadership is, is the true issue is from the top. And I'm not saying D'Antonio because I think he's a good coach. I think he's a good leader. But I think he made a massive, massive mistake doing what he did. Yeah, I don't. I think it's. I think it's false to say it has to drive division, but I think it did here. Okay, and that. Do you yeah, get my point? That's, that, like, yep, that's fair. Um, there are there are times it can work, and, and um, it doesn't have to cause division. But as soon as you start losing, that's when. Yeah, it's going it, to. It, I was, show that's what I was getting division. to. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah. well, this. Yeah, and I yep. think you do have some of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the guys with you know professional aspirations. Um, who are looking at probably not playing in a bowl game. If you guys get one. Uh, I'm saying probably not going to play in one. Oh, I thought you meant like they would decide not to. 
Oh, no, but that's kind of my comparison. Like, I mean, they... They're not going to anyway, so why, have the why choice. try to right. focus on that? Why are we focusing on this? Like, you know, you have all these guys that always sit out for bowl games. Like, these guys are like, well, we're not even going to a bowl game. Um, yeah, I'm going to start looking at... I'm going to start taking care of me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's, there no. could very well... Again, this is speculation. Which, I, look, I... Speculation. It's the Darius Slay. For sure. Right. And yeah. I, I do not fault a human being for ever doing that. In these type of situations, you've busted sure. your butt yeah. for four years. Take care of yourself. Do what you want to do. Yep, nobody else will, so take care of you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I would never question someone from doing that in that situation when the crap has completely hit the fan. Yeah. I, I It's really easy, too, to point fingers if the coaches put all their trust in Lewerke, and th- that's was supposed to be the leader of this offense. They didn't have a stud running back, an all-American running back coming back that was going to be the leader of the offense. It was Lewerke. They put everything into Lewerke, so it's really easy for the players to then start pointing figures at the coaches, at each other, at Lewerke, for being like, you know, this guy doesn't cut it. We knew it all along, or, or yeah. you know, he's all talk, no game, whatever it is. It's hard to back somebody up when the results aren't there. Do you think there's a better choice, though, than Lewerke? I think if the coaches moved on from Lewerke when they knew what they had, I think the players would have probably been more on their side. Well, it, you know, that would have been results-driven, too, because yeah. if they would have started losing, they would have pointed at the coaches and said, why wouldn't you trust our senior quarterback? You could have turned it around, you yeah. know? Yep. Losing brings out the worst in everything and everybody. It does, and it definitely has. Yeah, and it turns these situations, like Ryan was just saying, into like lose, lose, lose situations. So yeah. it has. My dad used to always say it has puppies. Like, oh, I've never heard like, that. Can you explain that? When a you bit? got a bad, th- like you got a bad situation, that bad situation is going to have puppies. Like it's it's going to lead to other bad, littler bad Holy situations. Holy smokes! I love that. Um, <laughs> he'll love that you like, like, <laughs> there are so many uh, things that have puppies right yeah <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like yeah that was always his analogy yeah 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 <laughs> and i think it's all just kind of unraveling here and uh, yeah yeah Did the Ruins score no i don't think so is that wrong then i would assume so um so let's stick on to you know i, I there's really nothing more to say that other than just absolute embarrassment I mean, maybe fire Dan. It's just a shame. It, it and it's. I don't think they're gonna have to. I I truly believe something's going to happen with this regime. I think it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, there's a lot going on from I, top to bottom in that. I mean, with the president, with the athletic director, like who is in charge right now? Yeah, nobody knows. They have a lot more to worry about than a football team, a basketball team, all of this. But at the same time. The football team should always be at the top of your priority list when you're in charge of this type of situation. And I don't think they, it doesn't seem like it is right now. And whoever is making that call needs to grab the bull by the horns and take control of this program and decide which way it's going to go. Whether it is D'Antonio or not, I, I don't know what's the right decision. Either make D'Antonio make changes or you make a change at the top. Something's got to happen. Something absolutely has to happen. I was I was against the D'Antonio firing. I've I've kind of supported him yep. in this whole thing. But at the very least, and I will admit to this, at the very least, it's fair for them to at least question him and to bring him in the office and say, "What's your plan for fixing this?" Yes. And and w- what do you have to offer? Yep. You know, because at this point, it is almost like a job interview. Yeah. And bring him in the office and, and sit him down and say, look, this is where we're at. This is our expectations. You're not meeting him. This program isn't meeting him. What, how can we move past this? How yeah. can we move forward? And when he says, next question, you 
cut him right there. Yeah, you could. And, and <laughs> cut him off at the knees. Like you and did so e- the- either way, yeah. I, I, you know. I love next question. <laughs> did you hear that whole thing? <laughs> We're on to Cleveland. <laughs> Fr- from now on, it's it's like these conversations are happening behind closed doors. So we don't have the the, the all the details yeah. for, with it, but yep. I wouldn't be surprised either way at this point. I, I I'm yeah. right there with you. Yeah. I I think the right move, and again, I'm not in charge. It's not my team. The right move seems to be move on, but it's in also in a very vulnerable spot that moving on might be the worst thing for this program. Yeah, agreed. It's it's a tough choice. It's a very tough choice. Yeah. So um, before we move on and, and get into um, the the hate week that we want to get into, I want to bring up one thing that, that just noticed. So Michigan State's defense it's coming into the year was supposed to be really good, right? Where do you think they rank – rank in the NCAA right now? Do you guys have, like, a guess? And I know One, you're going to go really low right now by just the 100th. way I'm proposing the yeah. question. Yeah. 82. But it's pretty eye-opening. Uh, I'm going to say right around 160. 160? 160. Is <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a possibility. Ryan was the closest that they're ranked 87th in the defense or, or defense right now. Wow, 87? 87. Like, oh I did gosh. not think that was possible. They're just trying, they're just really low. Come back. Yeah. Only up from here. Yeah, it's, right. It's only up from here. Really good point. <laughs> what is this? means it's time to talk some hate week, some Michigan-Michigan State rivalry week. Oh, I thought we were going somewhere with that. Yeah, nice. that's exactly what you see how we nice. That was good, right? I, I think it went well. Um, we'll have to remember that for next year. I mean, you were supposed to, like, lead me I, I, song. I, you, Ryan, you saw that I yeah, gave Yeah, you him, had at least two seconds notice. No, I known. gave him a lot more notice than that. When we talked Don't. about it, I said... Lead it in saying like, and here we go, or something like that. But then you just looked at me like I do. And And moving on to the sound I forgot about that conversation. Let's do it live and start over. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do it live. (laughs) Do you want to start over? No. No, no, I'm I'm just kidding. So let's jump into the week we love, the week we hate. And I want to just, I mean, I'm just excited. I'm so excited. But before we get into, you know, the nitty gritty of the matchup, don't forget about our watch party at the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe. Um, we'll be upstairs in the theater room watching one of the best in-state rivalries known to man. It really is. Definitely the best rivalry in-state. I mean, no no question about that. Um, you know, tell the host you're here for the State of My Sports watch party. They'll point you in the right direction. The watch party specials include a $10 slider basket, $5 select appetizers, and a $1 off all pints. Nice. So, Are the mac and cheese, the f- what was that thing we had? The fried mac and the, cheese? Oh, my goodness. Mac and cheese bites. 
I don't know. And Mac fried and pickles. I don't, I don't oh. care. How, I don't were, care how much it is. I'm getting some of those. <laughs> yeah. Those were excellent. Very good. I think I had one. I I forget who was supposed to share with me. I think it was Ryan that was supposed to share with no, me. No, no, no. We got screwed out of this deal. We did. Yeah. So you only got one too. Michael and Kyle ate pretty Did's much all. Michael. Michael? <laughs> He's called wow. Michael. Wow. I got the hammered. <laughs> Also, I'm pretty sure I ate the most of them. <laughs> um, if Sam would have stopped talking, Kaya, <laughs> yeah, I just don't stop talking. That's why you guys just you guys clean up with food and we drinking. We do, yeah. I just keep talking. It was awesome. You snooze, you lose, baby. Also, right, yeah, we also, right, yeah. you can't put a price on free pool. They have two free yes. pool tables. That's pretty excellent, right They're there. Nice tables too. Um, I never play pool, that, no, so that's gonna be great. We got friendly competition only. There's. We can throw some money around if you guys want. There'll be Michigan, Michigan State. Yes, yeah. but we're all going to get along. We're yep. all going to have yep. fun. We're yep. just going to enjoy such a fun rivalry. I'm going to keep my cool as long as Sam promises me he's going to keep his. I'm. You know I'm going to keep my cool. Okay. All right. You didn't right. promise. Andrea is going yeah, to be again, there. Again, he didn't actually say the word. Yeah. <laughs> Andrea is going to be there to keep me in check for the most part. And when she's not there, I'm sure my parents will be there to even keep yes. me even yeah. more in check. I'm going to hang out with Bob. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to be on my best behavior. You guys are going to see a side of me you've never thought you'd ever see during a Michigan State game. I like it. I'm probably just going to hang out with Michael, and we'll just <laughs> talk about Michigan, right? Michael. Yeah. Michael, what do you think? Michael, Michael. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you drinking you know, again, Ryan? I needed yeah. some of that. <laughs> don't, good stuff. Don't forget to bring your families, your kids. Yes, it is kid kid friendly. It's just going to be a good time. Don't don't think too much about it. Just stop by. They got like kids meals. The food, like your kids will love the food. Yep. Yes. I'm really looking forward to this. And if they don't, that's just more yeah. food for you. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Order it for Sometimes them, when they ask to it. order something that I know they're not going to like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, do it. Order it. My daughter always order wants it, Easton, mozzarella Order it, Easton. That's what you want to eat. Well, yeah. Get, get as many mozzarella sticks as you yeah. want. Because exactly. I'm going to eat them. Yeah. Exactly. Not to mention the staff is great too. Yes. The staff will be awesome. For sure. If you don't like them, take it up with them, not us. So, um, so let's jump into the matchup. Like the real nitty gritty of this matchup. Micah, you've kind of been a little quiet. So I want to know, like, what is a matchup? Obviously, you're a Michigan fan. So what for your Michigan Wolverines do you like going into this game? I love the defense. The defense versus that MSU offense. I think the defense is going to step up in a big way. Josh Uche played very well last year against this team. <laughs> Um, I, I don't, I don't see if this MSU offense can really get off the ground if, if the Michigan defense is playing well, and I think that's going to be a huge mismatch if that happens. All right, so over under 126 and a half yards. They had what 90, 92 yards, 95 yards total offense last year. I, I mean, I'm, I don't want to set the over under there. I mean, what, what did you say? One twenty-six. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I made it up. One twenty-six and a third. One thirty-three and a half. Let's just go oh, okay. there. I remember that. MSU could cover. Yeah, I think. I think. I think. Yeah. Like, I think it's going to be a dominant. Sure. I, I like the, the. I like the defense for Michigan against this bad offense. Yeah. But I do think that they're going to put up enough yards. Like, it's not going to be similar to last year that they just don't move the ball at all. I think the I think it's going to be a little more bend and not break type. Type yeah. defense, maybe yep. a couple more takeaways than what we saw last year, and and kind of fall into that type of game. I yeah, I could see some big plays happening, and I like the reference, Micah Michael, that you made about. Uh, <laughs> That's yes. never gonna get old. I, I like it. Well, I that's can. a new drop. 
Yeah. Like, we got to record cool. that and, like, just. <laughs> if you can pull that somehow. I think yeah. we got to figure that out. We'll figure it out. But, yeah, I like I like Josh Uche talking about him because he was, I don't know, I've been watching for him all year. He was my guy going into this. I thought he would have been really, really big all year. He didn't play a whole lot early on in the year. No. But he's been getting a lot of reps, especially on third down, but even, even on first, second down, too. And he's become a game changer getting to the quarterback. That's what he does best. Mm-hmm. And, you know, him mixed with McGrone, mixed with Glasgow, really kind of makes that defense the dominating run, pass, whatever it is, they can they can kind of cover it all with those three guys. That's what it feels like, right? It's that extra punch. For sure. Kyle, I mean, all right, so you're a Sparty. Yeah. Is there a matchup that you like going into this game? Or are you just basically, you know? Special teams. <laughs> Special teams. <laughs> um, Kick coverage. <laughs> right. Um, I, I don't <laughs> punt know. coverage is very good. <laughs> the punt coverage, I think, could be a big, a big part of this. <laughs> um, I, I just want to laugh really hard. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, no, I, there's not a whole lot I like about it. it. If you could put your finger on one, the one thing that we should be worried about as Michigan fans. What it's that I don't think Shea Patterson is very good. And that seems to be how Illinois became, you know, came back in that game. Sure. Was through the air. Sure. I, I think, I, I want to say it was like 36 rushing yards. The rest were all passing for for Illinois. That, I, 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 I can agree with you on that. I think yeah. Shea Patterson is a massive question mark. The Shea Patterson we've seen the last, what, three weeks? Hundred percent will be able to move the ball. Has been better. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah. Is it three weeks or is it? Well, six quarters. Half of Penn State. All of. Well, oh yeah, you it, can't call it three weeks. He had a bye week. Yeah, that's yeah, true. that was biased. That was. It well, was, anyways, six quarters. Yeah. The last, the last couple games. I mean, he's he's been. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Better. But but if you move back to Army, you move back to the the other those other games. Sure. Wisconsin. It's like yeah. I mean, I don't see. Shea Patterson putting up 35 points on this defense, personally, unless he's at his absolute best and utilizing his his weapons the best that they can. Um, I think well, that's where the running backs come to play. Yeah, so the, the the thing that I wanted to bring up for a matchup I like, I, I just wanted to circle, like, talent. I think Michigan's talent and athletes are going to be the difference. On both sides, uh, difference on both sides of the ball. I, I, I think... As, in, in, as long as Patterson can use, continues to progress and be able to use his run games to open up the passing game, then that is the key. Like, I think that's the way that Michigan has to start is by introducing the run, making that a massive priority for Michigan State to have to worry about, and then that's when you start knocking the top off. That's when you start going, you know, those big throws from Shea Patterson that are like 15 yards downfield because that's about as far as he can throw. It seems like <laughs> accurate, um, accurately, um, <laughs> 15 to 20. But he could throw like 25 solid yards straight to the sideline for two total yards. <laughs> yeah, he does game. a good job with yeah. that. So um, I hate those plays. Yeah, it's a screen. <laughs> you know, it, as long as they they get the run game that they need, the passing game will will take care of itself. I feel like. There's enough weapons on that side of the ball that really coaching needs to kind of make this game easier than it needs to be for Shea Patterson. And I think that that's, that's something that we will see. 
Um, Kyle, I kind of already let you kind of talk about a matchup that you like, which kind of turns into the matchup we all dislike here. But for me, Elijah Collins scares the absolute crap out of me. I don't know about you guys. Um, don't get me wrong. I like Michigan's defense as a whole against the offense, like Micah said. But I also think Michigan fans remember the Jonathan Taylor game and what Wisconsin did. And I could see MSU being able to do that to to, to this defense at times. Because we've seen it. We've seen it time and time again. We yeah. saw it this yeah. year. We saw it last year. We saw it the year before. But, it seems that there's always one or two games that Don Brown gets exposed. And until this game is done, I'm going to believe that that's possible. Crazy but things can happen. As infamous as this quote was, that O-line is completely different than Michigan State's O-line. Wisconsin's. Yes. Oh, that, that's a very Massive good. difference. Very good point. So is there a matchup that you dislike for, for Michigan's st- sake here? Yep. It's not anything to do with players. It's coaching. So you I, think... I, I, I love Jim. I, I hate how mastermind D'Antonio becomes this part of the year. What did um, Harbaugh call him? Like the... The ultimate motivator is what he said what he earlier said? Yeah. this week about There's, D'Antonio. Yeah. Harbaugh called D'Antonio the ultimate motivator, and really? that's what they have to be careful of. They were both really nice to each other this week. They well, were. Really, there were a lot of really kind weird. words going back and forth. <laughs> no, but but back to what I was saying, I, I just uh, – D'Antonio pulls out all of the peewee trick plays and, and, and makes the them work. The D'Antonio does, though. I haven't seen that D'Antonio yet this year. Well, Personally. he's got nothing to lose. So no, I, watch out. Nothing to lose. So that that's was, what scares you is the trickery of MSU. Yes. Yep. Every year. So it's not necessarily the coaching staff. It's just the trickery, the nothing to lose mentality that they could bring to this game. Yeah. But that's he's saying yeah. it's kind of driven from the coaches. It's staff. definitely driven from the coaches. Yeah. It's it means you have players to watch execution, every fourth down, of course. Every fourth down, every third and long, whatever it is, they nothing is off limits. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And it, it scares me because every single time Michigan State successfully completes that, huge momentum swing. So I do I do want to clear something up here. I I, I know you're saying coaching staff, and you guys kind of defended the coach, Kyle and Ryan. No, we're just clarifying. Clarified coaching staff. Is it truly the coaching staff? So is it D'Antonio over Harbaugh? Is it? MSU's defensive coordinator over MSU or Michigan's offense coordinator, like or or no, that's is not it? As, you're, missing or, the, you're missing the point of what he's no, saying. No, and so that's what I'm trying to. I wanted to clear up. Or is it just the nothing to lose mentality that Michigan State's coaching staff can embrace it, here? Yeah, it, it, it's that. But I'm I'm specifically talking just strictly trick plays, it, okay. like just trick well, play. And, and like that, Harbaugh said, yeah. he. He pulls out all the stops for this. I mean, this, you know. I, I, I'm not saying that D'Antonio right now is a better coach than Harbaugh because I, okay. I do not believe that one bit. I mean, I think the records and the numbers and all this speaks for itself. Yep. But, sure, yeah, D'Antonio has been the better coach over the last 10 years. But what I'm getting at is Spartans – the 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 players, the fans, the coaching staff, they live and breathe for this game. Yeah. And they will do anything at all costs to win this game, no matter where their season is at at this point. Okay. So 
the way I'm asking it, it's not necessarily the coaching staff. It is the nothing to lose mentality that the coaching staff has sure. to work yep. with. Yep. Okay. I think. Are yeah. you looking to argue with somebody? I'm looking to shut you down, Kyle, <laughs> because what? you were saying you were just like convinced that he's saying Michigan State's coaching is better than Michigan. Oh no, I'm not. Never. I thought that's what you were trying to get. Then at. you've never. Maybe read I'm just being very wrong. sensitive on Hate Week. I think you. This are. is the first time. There's the a lot first of hate. Taste I've you're, got. You're normally of, of pretty hate. sensitive. There's a lot of hate on. I'm hate a week. sensitive guy. You guys know that. You are a sensitive guy. So I think. <laughs> I think Micah did a good job explaining. Yes. What he, what he I meant. Think yes. He, yeah. Yep. Four times. Four or five times that he had. Yeah. Like this number. The sixth time he said I it, my it came across. Questions were fair. To yeah. Kyle. No. I'm you're with being, Ryan. Now I, you're just I, being I, mean, Kyle. I feel like Ryan's no, but, right. The sixth time is, was the charm. What he's getting at it is no, this. No. I, I think the, he explained it well too. I'm yeah. Not, I'm this not, is an opportunity that it's always an opportunity. Michigan State. They they live and die by this game. Yes. So every little. Swing and momentum means more in this game than any other game. Yep. And so everything is heightened at this point. If one thing goes Michigan State's way, their entire team will will believe that they have a chance to win this game. Yep. And that belief can the, go a long way. It really can. Ta- like if they can keep this game close after the first quarter or midway through the second, like yep. that little taste is enough to keep them mo- motivated, keep yes. them moving. And that's the difference in this yeah. kind of a game versus, you know, Michigan versus a, a team who's equally as talented as Michigan State. That desire, that passion will not be there. Yeah. But, or, but for, or like a big play. Or like yeah, a, but, but for yeah. Michigan State it is. So every yeah. single play means so much more in this game because it can completely change the mindset of the players involved. For sure. So, yeah. Ryan. And, and the coaches can just feed off that. Is there a matchup that you dislike for Michigan? <laughs> or is it, are you kind of. My, my this, dislike was exactly that. It was the yeah. emotion in this game. The same is true for Michigan. It yeah. is everything that goes wrong for them can mean so much more. It's If Michigan falls behind. Look out! Exactly, mm-hmm. and that's and that's what I'm. Yeah. I, my my dislike Sam in this is, so is Shea nervous. Patterson. I am nervous. If Shea Patterson <laughs> fumbles the ball twice, then he watch will. out. You know what I mean? Because he is <laughs> he's up, gone Kyle. through he's gone through games. How many games has he fumbled twice? I feel like he's fumbled twice in every game this year. <laughs> six of at least. <laughs> I would yeah. say six of them. So that that's not out of the question. And all it takes is a couple big plays for Shea Patterson to make the wrong decision. It give Michigan State some life, and then this game is rivalry. We hate you, you hate us. Let's see who wins. Yep. You know, and and that's For what sure. scares me about it. Nothing talent wise. So I wouldn't even go the talent route because that doesn't scare me. I think Michigan would win this game. Yep. Based on talent alone, but that's not what the that's game not we're the talking way the about. Game works. Kyle, what about you? So four years Spartan. Oh, he has trouble with the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores you know on the last play of the game. Is this the Unbelievable. He literally played the whole damn thing. He played the whole thing. The whole thing. And that's not going to be the last time. Oh, I he has trouble with the no, snap. No, no, Kyle. Cut. Come oh on, dude. My. All right. Kyle, this is so a matchup you dislike for your Spartans. It's uh, not the punter, I'm sure. So, no, I don't. No, not the punter. Um, it's a matchup he likes. Yeah, yeah, I like that match. <laughs> he's I back in I, Australia. We we kicked him <laughs> out. He left the country. Yeah, he um, should. I think the defense has looked very good. Michigan's. Yeah, and I think it's funny because the same. I I think to a certain extent, the same thing you guys are saying about one little play can really drive momentum. 
the transverse of that is true as well. So like if um, if it gets out of hand early, I think it could be a real S show for I mean, f- for Michigan for either team. I guess I'm saying. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I think I would think that is more on the Michigan State side. Yeah. Okay. That it could be a problem for. So I'm not if it, it, if Michigan State somehow wins this game. I'm not going to tell you Saturday afternoon. I thought they were going to win this game. No, no, I don't think anybody but, will. You know what point. I mean? So, yeah. so what do you think is going to happen? It's like, no, don't, don't, no, get your finger away from trouble with the snap button. Like we're not using that anymore until we get into a couple other topics. He was, I'm he sure. was reaching for it too. Yeah, I mean, he was. You can see it. He's just, no, keep that other hand down too. You should have right two on hands Kyle. on your it's mic right on at all times. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, two hands on your mic at all times. All right, beer? that works. Hey. One okay. in the beer, one on the, the mic. How does it feel to live in the past? So what do you expect <laughs> from a from a Michigan fan? Oh, let's not. Get, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. All right, this is getting the most program of all time. It is. Stats wow. stats are mean. Um, Kyle, what do you expect to happen? So we're sitting there at the hops yeah. around four o'clock. Three three thirty four. I'm not Game's gonna tell over. you. I'm we, not gonna we're tell a couple you beers what deep. We're happy. I'm not gonna tell you what I expect, but I'm gonna tell you to a certain extent that my expectations are low. Okay. Um, and from that standpoint, for the well-being of this watch party, it's gonna uh, be a close game till the end. No, the opposite. If I can just if I can come to terms with it earlier, I think that'll be better. For me personally. That is very, I like that. Do you understand I'm what I'm saying? Way. Like, y- even if you were going to lose, though, aren't you kind of the same way? Win or lose, I want to know early on. Because got, yeah. I, w- I was in that same boat with the Notre Dame game. Like, I, that was the most fun game I ha- had earlier this year because yeah. I just wasn't stressed about it. No. It I was think. over early. Ryan came and joined me at halftime. He saw how much fun yeah. I was having. That was a lot of fun. I think I predicted that. Yeah, yeah, King Kyle's um, bringing it up again. <laughs> right. Um, no, I, I think you know what I mean. Like, like, I think don't make it close. Like, no, just, you're right though, because then we could just enjoy then the we day. Are just gonna, and, and, like, all hanging out. Deal. Like, we're all gonna actually be together. I don't. We've never yeah. watched one of these games all together. I'm very nervous um, for the way that. Like, this is a big test on our friendship. Yeah, it is. No, we'll see. There's been some. <laughs> it's not. There's been but, some rough things that have happened in the past. But but <laughs> e- either way, if something's going wrong, you could also. Play pool and and get the rivalry out that way yeah. and and Eat have the competitiveness. Food. Yes, good food. Good Always food. good. I'll food. buy you a beer. You buy me a beer. Everything's gonna be open. I like that's it. I like it. Doesn't I like it. I mean, that just works out in the end. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess be, I guess I did kind of answer your question. I mean, no, I, I like I, it. Yeah. Um, you you're kind of expecting the worst, right? I think I am. Man, we keep we keep twenty seven to three in that fourth quarter. Like yeah. I don't for sure. I don't know where to go from there. Yeah, it, it doesn't get much worse. <laughs> no. But am I, we'll see. Ryan, like, what do you expect to happen? I think it can get worse, though. Michigan, I, Michigan State. Look, I'm expecting Michigan to win this game, obviously, because of all the reasons we've talked about. But it still does scare me because I I don't know who that one player is, and we'll get this into this a little bit later on uh, with my favorite memories or, or players yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But I, I Michigan right now is missing that that one player that can that can dominate the game or be the difference maker in in the end, you know, somebody who can bring them back from a deficit and to be that dominant force, to be the the leader to step up. And I don't, I just don't see that on the Michigan offensive side. I think they have that on the defensive side, you know, three times. They they have they have possibly three players that could that could do that. And, and I mentioned them earlier. Yeah. 
and maybe even more than that because their defense is stacked, but their offense, I'm still waiting for that one player to be the guy to, you know, let's say they're down 17 points. Who's the one who's going to bring it back single-handedly to make the plays, to break the tackles, to do what it takes to win the game? Sure. And I, and you know how, how I stand about this. I don't think Shea Patterson is that guy, so I'm waiting for somebody else to step up. Right. I expect Michigan to win this game. I'm not going to lie about that. So do you I, think they do it on the, on the, on the ground? Haskins, Charbonnet, one two punch. I, I think thing? I think they do, and I I really do honestly think they do in the in the first and second quarter. Like I think this game yeah. is going to show itself in the first half. We're going to have a pretty good idea about it right away. My fear as a Michigan fan, because at this point I'm definitely rooting for Michigan. Yep. Because they have the better season going. Yeah. And I'm I'm overall probably more of a Michigan fan anyways. Yep. So my fear is that is that this game gets out of hand early on and and Michigan has to come back. So that's where I'm speaking from. You know, from I don't know if Michigan has the offensive weapon to take over a game, but my expectation is that Michigan will take over the game in the first half and it's a combination of running game and establishing their dominance and maybe one play out of their wide receiver core to right. score a touchdown. That's fair. Micah, I mean, do, are you ready to talk or did, here? Give me your, give me your, give me your thing. I want you to tell us what you think is going to happen in this type of game. This is all on you, buddy. It's focused it, on you. I'm gonna hit. It's this. hard to say because it seems like a mystery every year. Um, I think it's gonna go a lot like last year where Michigan felt dominant somewhere around that second to third quarter, and. MSU scores probably some late points late in the third or early in the fourth to keep it close, and it, it goes a lot like last year did. Yeah. Honestly. Like I mean, it never feel close, but it actually is close type yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those weird feeling type games where, where in the back of a Michigan fan's mind, you, you know it's almost over, but you're like, you know, well, we are playing Michigan State, and – do not hit that button. Yeah, Kyle, just stop with the button. Dude. I gotta take your. <laughs> Kid's terrible. Oh, he has trouble with the snap. Hey, no, and the just ball. in the trouble with the snap button again. Just stop. Just I'm gonna delete that from your computer. Yeah, Mike, terrible. Michael wants that deleted for sure. <laughs> Michael, yeah. I have Michael, saved in like two or three just, places. It's a knife that just goes deeper well, every actually, time. I have it in Dropbox, so it's in the cloud. You can't <laughs> oh, even. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dang, damn it. Yeah. yeah. Of course, you put it in the cloud. <laughs> Spartan fans will put that in the cloud all day long. <laughs> I'll put you this in the cloud. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with you, Micah. Uh, you know, I what I expect to happen is basically, you know, I'm, I'm really nervous to say it. I, I really, truly am. Um, But I expect a blowout. I do. You know, Which way? For, for Michigan. I, I just I expect it to be a blowout on the field, but the scoreboard might not tell that same story, if that makes sense. You know, I, I, I think it will be hard enough for Michigan to score more than 35 points. I don't think they're going to put a ton of points on the board. And I could see MSU scoring a late touchdown to get around 17. So, you know, anywhere between 30 to 35 to 17, which doesn't sound like it necessarily a blowout, but I it'll have that feeling that you right. that you kind of brought up earlier. So. Um, Kyle. Yeah, I'm very nervous about you and that button over there. What do you mean? 
that I feel like you have that as a favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's literally a web page that's open just to this as an MP3. You just click this. Oh, he has trouble with the snap, and the ball is free. The ball's free. It's the ball's picked free. up by Michigan just... State. Jalen wants Jackson, really and he scores on the last play of the game. I think that was number number one on the playlist. Does that mean anything? If it's number one on a playlist, <laughs> he listens Most to that played. every yeah. night. It says, a remix, but yeah. it's actually just all that. It says yeah. one thousand views. Trouble with the snap. We auto tuned it. Yeah, auto tuned it. Make it nice and you know the kind of music that gets you there. Sorry, those two were jabbing at each other in the penalty box. Yeah, what happened there? Talking about Red Wings, right? Getzlaff didn't like something Mantha did, and they were going at it in the penalty box. That was just a typical hockey thing. They overreacted and started, (laughs) like, classic hockey players kissing each other. That's a classic baseball answer of not (laughs) understanding the rules of the game. Drop their gloves, start kissing each other. You know, it's just normal Um, hockey. At least well, I'm, just, I'm just on his side for this. Let's just look. I mean, if you, if we're gonna com- if we're gonna compare a hockey, he looked at him wrong. Okay, he match. looked at him wrong. He yeah. deserved it. Let's there's, fight. There's a lot more that goes into that. It's a rivalry just built into one. You know, like it's just. All right, so we'll jump on to the fun part of the show. We're done talking about the nitty gritty of the game. So let's just jump back to some history. Dun dun dun. Talk about some history in this great rivalry. We're going to start with our favorite player in rivalry history. Kyle, I want you, my friend, to start us out with your favorite Michigan State player in this rivalry. Uh, Kyle, I want you to turn your mic on. So I want you to hold to it to your mouth. Other things here, Sam. <laughs> I shouldn't have started with you. No, I apologize. To, yeah, but that's the way we're rolling. Lost so. around on music. Yeah. Do you want Michael to start or no? <laughs> Can Michael go? Hey, um, Michael. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't think of it. I guess I have a hard time thinking of it. Like the whole history. Well, your history. Connor what Cook. Re- Connor Cook. Undefeated. Was he really? Yeah, he never lost to Michigan. Good for you. You or him, did you say? Because I never played Michigan. Good for somebody. Both of you. <laughs> Both of us. <laughs> Good for right. everybody but me. <laughs> That's the way I want to look at it. Ryan, what about you? Do you have a favorite player in the history of this rivalry? I, I've uh, a few, a few favorite players, yeah. yeah. But I'm gonna go with. Um, oh man, it's so hard. I'm gonna go with uh, Mike Hart. Okay. Do you, do you like the little brother comments? I kinda, loved the little that's brother. That's kind of where you, you're going. With I it? know, I know why it's it can come back to haunt them in the end because it's been used as you know fodder, I guess. Fuel. Yeah, fuel yeah. for for Michigan State for a long time to just beat them and and be all you know excited about it. 
But I loved the comment at the time. I was a huge Mike Hart fan. That's yeah. my guy. I want him to be successful so bad. Michael, what about you? Who's your favorite player in this rivalry? My favorite player, Jabril Peppers. All right. I absolutely loved how thrilling he was to watch. He was a riot to watch. He was fun to watch. Man, yeah. he was fun. So I, I went a little different direction. I actually went with Chad Henney, similar to like what Kyle said, like being 4-0. I went with him. Uh, I mean, he was 4-0 against against the Spartans, and I, and I love that. Um, I've always been a fan of Michigan, but like this era was when I absolutely just fell in love with this team, where I started carving out my Saturdays based on Michigan start time. And like all of these games, um, I did kind of do a little deep dive in, into it. Um, the first, first game against him, he had four touchdowns. Second game, three touchdowns, one interception. Third game, three touchdowns. Fourth game, four touchdowns, one interception. Terrible with math, but I'm so that's eight plus six. You have Seems, a spreadsheet in front of you. Yeah, it's not a spreadsheet. I don't think there's any math to be done. Simple auto sum. Yeah, in that cell. But it, right. it also <laughs> led to a, a a triple overtime victory, a overtime victory, a thirty-one to thirteen victory, and a twenty-eight to twenty-four victory. Like, man, Chad Henney. He was the first quarterback that I truly fell in love with at Michigan and like just started loving this team so much. There you go. So that, that's who I went with. Um, we'll just go back in the in the opposite direction. Um, my least favorite player was Will Goldston. Um, back in 2011, he had two very dirty plays that just always stuck with me in this rivalry. Um, mm. One was he, he just flat out punched uh, Taylor Lewan at one point. Is that that was his name, right? Taylor Lewan? Mm-hmm. Um, Got it. And then also there was a, a scrant like a scrum and he just grabbed Denard's face mask when he was at the already down, way down, and just yanked his head like he was trying to break the dude's neck. Is that the guy that didn't wear shoelaces? Yeah, that was him. Um you know, he he even had a quote, he goes, I was just trying to play with reckless abandon. Just gotta watch the film. Everybody makes mistakes when you're trying that hard. I I completely disagreed with that. It felt more like dirty. It felt like more like he was trying to hurt people. I love playing on the edge, but I felt like he completely crossed the line and was just a dirty piece of crap. And like he's kind of the one that just made me hate Michigan State a little bit more than I probably should, um, because I I hate other teams a lot more. But like it just it raised this rivalry to me to just pay a lot more attention to it and understand that. The way Michigan State treats us in this rivalry is like the way I look at we treat Ohio State in a rivalry. Like just reckless abandon, like absolute hate. Like it's not just necessarily just about the football game. It's about hating the people across from you. So that's who I went with. Michael, who, who's your least favorite player in the rivalry? Probably Connor Cook. Because he went 4-0? Oh. Yes. Nope. Can't stand him. He was so incredibly arrogant. But for me, it's almost like having the last laugh because he is a huge nobody right now. He's an absolute nobody in the he league. He was drafted second round in the XFL this year. I don't know if you saw that or not, but it's pretty big. Yeah, that's uh, a <laughs> big deal. It's a I whole he, lot of. I bet he nah. makes more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's guaranteed. It, yeah, Micah Ertz. Uh, Mike, the other one, Ryan. Oh, yeah, is there Ryan. is there a name that rings a bell to you that you just just fueled the fire of this rivalry? So this is hate week, right? Yeah. I don't hate either team. So this is So it's a little tough. This is different for me. 
every single year I kind of root for the the one that's supposed to win. Yep. In general, that's Michigan. For me, yeah. I, I'm more of a Michigan fan for football specifically. Yep. So my uh, my the player that I hate the most is Ryan Mallett. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What? That is hilarious. You know he didn't have a mullet just because his last name's Mallet, right? Pretty sure he did. <laughs> Think you're wrong about that. Um, he could be wrong. We'll check tape. <laughs> no, he went to Arkansas and he he was a stud. He was really really good. Yeah. And I wanted him to stick with Michigan. I wanted him to see what he could do at Michigan. I really did. I I hated that he was successful somewhere else. Yeah. And you saw it again with um, Illinois against oh, MSU. Yeah. Yep, with uh, Brandon Peters. Yeah, with Peters, I that that drives me crazy more than anything else is the potential, the thought of what could have been. And the guy and, that left. And Mallet was not in a place to – at Michigan, he was not in a place to actually perform like he did at, at Arkansas. He didn't have the weapons around him at Michigan. It was just a different part of the program, yep, a different stage sure. in the program. But he's my guy. I don't know. I don't. I I oh, believed in him, and then he he's left. Gone. And then he was. And then he was a, a stud after that. So for sure. No, I like that. That's a good way to mad. look at it. How about you, Kyle? Is there a least favorite player for you? I took this a little different direction. You always do. Another one. It, Another I different direction. Love the directions you go. Uh, so I. Do- <laughs> he's shaking his head because he's he's annoyed with how I do this. No, um, it's fine. The. So it's kind of like you take a, a, a player from the other team, right? Usually, yeah. Usually you would do that. That's what most um, people do. And I'm kind of with Ryan. Like, I don't have a hatred for Michigan like I used to. Um, but so my Michigan player is actually also one of my favorite players, and it's Mike Hart. Because as soon as he made those comments, he ushered in an era of prosperity for Michigan State. That's fair. <laughs> that is fair. Yeah. That's a different, different Sorry, way it's of a looking different, at it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different way. You hated I, playing I, against him, but you loved what he said. People get real butthurt about it, but hey, it's been working out well for us. So. You know, a very close second for me was Wilton Spate because they missed an opportunity with that team to do something special, mm. and he was the limiting factor. He was the reason they didn't they didn't beat Ohio State and go on to the the Final Four and all those reasons. To me, that's also a missed opportunity. It was very close for sure. All right, so is Kyle? We're going into favorite rivalry moment. So I am going to allow Don't. you to push a button. Uh, it's allowed. It is. It's totally. It has to be. It's Just up. I see it, it happening. Let's get it over with. My he has trouble with the snap, and off. the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen Watts-Jackson, and he scores no, it's on the last play of the game. Unbelievable. So that is definitely your favorite rivalry moment, which I completely yeah. understand. Yeah, I just I, – I don't know. Yeah, you don't see football games end that way on top of it. Like, you know what I mean? Not even it just a rivalry insane. thing. It was such a crazy thing. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, That's like the, if you will, the state it, yeah. of Michigan's uh, – what was the the field goal six? What, what was that? Was that Auburn in Alabama? Yes, in the Iron Bowl. Or was it LSU Alabama? It was the Iron Bowl. I know that. So Auburn, Alabama. Okay, yeah. Right? Iron. Um, yeah. Iron, yeah. So, like, remember that whole field goal situation? Like, that is the – this is even crazier, if, if you ask me. But, yeah, no, it, it's fair. I'll, I'll give that to you. Let's not do a video, Kyle. We don't need to do videos. <laughs> no. Oh, that kid. Oh, that guy. Poor kid. Yeah. 
I didn't even know the girl existed because that guy got publicized so much. <laughs> he did so much. The guy hands on this head. Oh, yeah, just it was just a good moment. Blown away. So that is obviously your favorite moment. That is my yeah. It is for That's sure. That's fair. That's fair. Um, what about you, Ryan? What was your favorite moment in this rivalry? I'm going to go back to, and this was very, very, very close with me, Mike Hart versus Braylon Edwards for, for favorite player in this yeah. rivalry. 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 Brian. On number four, uh, Braylon Edwards, 2004 against Michigan State. Triple overtime game. I think he had something like 11 catches. 180 yards, three touchdowns. He was the reason they came back in that game, won the game, and it, it was just a really big deal. That was a big game for Michigan. They were expected to do something special. They got down huge right away, and then Braylon Edwards, and he was the guy that they relied on to come back in that game, and that kind of cements my position earlier with I, I hope they have somebody in that position now. But, yeah, Braylon Edwards. I'll just leave it at that, I guess. All right. Micah, favorite rivalry moment? I was debating between two, but I I think probably my favorite was last year pregame when the Spartans took the field, did their pregame walkthrough, and Rashawn Gary was out there, and also Devin Bush was out there. Devin Bush. And Devin Bush did not. Take kindly to that. He was not happy. What did he do? Absolutely turfed the Spartan head at the fifty yard line. Tore and then that. and yeah. then what Michigan did followed that up with a victory. A massive victory. And they, they controlled that game from start to finish, which felt really good. It felt amazing. I bet it felt great. Felt really good, I bet, guys. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I you know, I, my favorite, like, I think the triple overtime game back in 2004, like Ryan brought up, is, is a very good one. That was up there on my list. But I'm going to go to kind of a little different type of game. Um, so go back to 2016 when, when Michigan pretty much, I, I thought they controlled the game. And then late MSU scored to make it 30-23 to 23 with one second left, right? So one second left on the clock, you're going to lose game over. What does D'Antonio decide to do? I'm going to go for two to make this game look a little better is the way I look at it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason for him to go for two, mm-hmm. but he did. Only to make mm-hmm. this game look better on the scoreboard. That's this a stupid move. Only goal. So what happens? There's the fumble, and Jabril Peppers takes it for the two-point conversion back the other way. Two more points on the board. 32-23 final. I thought it was silly that D'Antonio went for it to make yeah. it look better, and I just love the fact that it just blew up in his face. I really like that. Choice of yours. That's a. That's it's a, a good one. Right? That's a pretty good one. It's a Michigan fan that's like rubbing it in. Oh, you know? yeah, it's sure. rubbing it in without having to rub it in. Like they tried to rub it in, and you rubbed it in back at them. Yeah, yeah. like it just makes it feel. It's not going for two because you can't go for three. It's they tried to go for two. Yeah, and you just. I pulled audio of that. It's just he, not, it's he not went playing. on a forty-yard yeah, sure dash. Doesn't work. Yeah, I'm sure that's. Yeah, <laughs> I got it, Ryan. Right, this is it right here. Yeah, this, I'm sure that's. I think I see that. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I do. I see. Oh, he has Pete. trouble with the snap. Well, Sorry, all right. Well, so, so we'll jump into my least favorite. <laughs> my my least favorite moment is Kyle. Oh, it's got to be right. Just push the button already. I just I just got rid of it. <laughs> he just went to the <laughs> fight song. Oh boy, just keep it on. Yep. That is obviously we are on fire. 
my least favorite moment. I hate it. I hate hearing about it. I hate thinking about it. I hate that it happened. I hate that I'm going to have to live with it for the rest of my life. It's because it's going moment. to be brought up. Oh, he has trouble with the snap. It's going to and be brought up. And the ball is free. All right, you can close that. He tossed it. It was seriously one of the moments that I just, I thought it was a nightmare, and I thought I was going to wake up, and it was not going to happen. It was just, it was an out-of-body experience that it just, it made absolutely no sense that it happened, and it did, and I hear about it every day from Kyle. Sam didn't talk to me for three weeks after that happened. Yeah, I don't even think I gave you an order. I think I just held him. You cut him. Yeah, Yeah, going to somebody else. (laughs) No orders for you. (laughs) You be done. (laughs) So... That is mine. I mean, Micah, you don't have another one that's not that, do you? Nope. And my experience, I feel, was just as horrible. I was yeah. in Ann Arbor, and I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, Ryan, do you, what's your least favorite? I feel like you might have been checked out that year because college baseball and stuff. What year was it? I don't remember what year it was. I don't know what year that was either, but... But is that yours? It It is mine, but I'm not going to say that. I just did. Um... I totally just did. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go with something different just because we can't have everybody have the same answer. Mm, you can. I'm going to go with. <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> I'm going to go with Lloyd Carr being fired. I think that was the worst moment because that brought in, that ushered in like a whole crap shoot. <laughs> World just of a, hurt. A, a terrible period for Michigan, for U of M. They were in a really, really good place competing for the Big Ten slash national championship every year, and this kind of just screwed everything up. That's fair. That's fair. Kyle, yeah. do you have a least favorite memory or uh, moment if, in this rivalry? If we're talking just moment, like it's the Peppers two point thing, because uh, it was just dumb. It was to me, like even from our standpoint, right? I mean, from a Michigan State standpoint, yeah. It was a total little brother move, right? Was it a little brother move? Like, I don't know. They shouldn't have done it because it exposed what Michigan was was pointing out the whole time. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, it was... That game just... Yeah, I don't know. That was a good game. I liked that one. We were at uh, Brittany's house for that one, right? And then... Oh, yeah, because that was... Was that on your birthday? It was not on my birthday. No, it was on Micah's birthday. Oh, okay. Michael's birthday. Got it. Michael's. Because didn't we go out on the... uh, that was for my thirtieth. Yeah, yeah, your thirtieth birthday. Yep. Yeah, I remembered. Nice pull. I don't remember much after that. Two thousand sixteen. Hell of a birthday present. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Because <laughs> it was a noon start. That was that was yeah. another good part. So yeah, we were feeling good. So yeah, Ex- so that was just a little fun exercise we wanted to do um, about rivalry week. I thought it was a good time. But what we are going to do next is I'm going to ask Kyle to strike up the music. Boom. There it is. There it is. Before we get into week 11 results um, of the Hops Picks of the Week, I want to remind everyone to stop into the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe, not just for the watch party that we have coming up this Saturday, shameless plug there, but for your nightcaps, your game days, your date nights, your business lunches, and everything else that you have going for you. Make the hops part of, part of that choice. Yeah, our picks aren't always right, but I can promise you the hops is always the right pick for whatever you, whatever you have going on. My order these days consists of a little main squeeze, New England style IPA. We got the mac and cheese bites for a little appetizer. Wow! And they're, they're the yardbird, the yardbird chicken sandwich. I turned you on to that. Absolutely unbelievable. 
Absolutely yes. unbelievable. You really Great cannot choice. go wrong with any of those. Can't go wrong. No, it's for sure. Hey, like I said before, there's no bad pick at the hops. Make it part of your favorite restaurant carousel and start going there and tell them we sent you there. So what we're going to do is jump into the week 11 results. We had Micah go 3-4, and four, Kyle 3-4 and four as well, Ryan a shameless 2-5, and five, and me 4-3. Yes. and three, So I made a little room. So after week oh. 11, I am leading with 28 yeah. points over Ryan and Kyle with 25, and Micah making a little bit of a little move here at 20. We're all we're all within. It's like it just takes. One. I feel like he picks these games and then like does a ton of research on them before, and then that's how he just is going to continue to climb. Yeah, it's kind of bullcrap, you know. Yeah, it we, yeah we it's almost here, like we, I don't give you guys the notes ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I didn't get that's an email a good this point. week, so we, we just, just have to make these random did choices. Did you send an email? I did send an email. Thank All you. right, Thank I, you I don't have that here. Agree to disagree. When and wrong. I also sent. Did you get that caps quote or no? Yeah. I already sent. Yeah, I sent it to somebody else. Yeah, right. yeah. there was not a caps quote. So they have a. That just shows. <laughs> I me got an how, order already. <laughs> how much you love the way I I send. Yes, we all get your emails, emails Sam. We <laughs> yeah. understand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. feel like I'm pretty reasonable with my email. But all you right, are. let's just no. move on. You we'll are. start with Thursday night football. We got Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Cleveland is minus three. I'm gonna go first since I'm leading the way. I think the wrong team's favored. Cleveland's a disaster. Pittsburgh is a surprising five and four, and in the wild card currently, you know this game means more to Pittsburgh, and I think they win outright. Give me Pittsburgh. Ryan, what about you? I think you're wrong. I think I'm going to go Cleveland. Pittsburgh loses. I get every uh, Thursday game wrong, so I think that's a good choice. Kyle, what about you? I got Pittsburgh. Micah. Pittsburgh as well. They're on a roll. Looks like I'm going to take a point, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> All right, so we'll jump down to Navy at Notre Dame. Navy is getting nine and a half. If you look at what Navy has done so far this year, it's pretty impressive. They're seven and one. They're beating people pretty impressively. They will be able to run the ball, control the clock, and keep it close. I got Navy plus nine and a half. Ryan, what about you? I'm going Notre Dame in this one. I think. Uh, they are equipped to take care of business. Kyle. Uh, I got Navy because whenever I get a chance, I pick against Notre Dame, and it suited me well this year. Micah. I'm going with Notre Dame. I think they'll make it happen. Split right down the middle. Yeah, All right, wow. so we'll jump over to the SEC. Uh, we got Georgia at Auburn. Auburn, a three-point home dog. I like Auburn pretty much. I've liked Auburn pretty much all year. I they, they kept it close against a good LSU team, and they were exposed a little bit against Florida. But being a, at home is a big advantage at an SEC. I think it's a close game, and they cover the three points. I got Auburn. Ryan, what about you? I will go Georgia in this game. I believed in them the whole game, or the whole year. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're just picking against me at this point. Is that your? He's just trying to be hurtful, isn't he? <laughs> I don't want that to be the the reason for my picks, but that is definitely the strategy. Yes, hundred percent. I like this strategy. Kyle, what about you? Oh, I I don't know with this one. This is a tough one, but I'm gonna. I want Georgia as well. Yes, Micah. Georgia. Game on. 
That just makes a little more room for good old leader boy Sam here. Uh, we'll jump down to Oklahoma at Baylor. What do you think, Sam? Baylor is a plus 10 dog at home. The 10 points seems to be a little disrespectful to me um, for undefeated Baylor team. But Oklahoma needs this win, and they need to do it impressively. I think they bounce back and get the scoring and will cover the 10 points. I got Oklahoma. I'm really disappointed you <laughs> picked Oklahoma because that's my pick as well. Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma. Yep. I think they see a door opening into this playoff here. Or I mean, like I. That's fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they have yeah. to win. They have to win impressively. They have to win. The, kind of what you said. Yeah, yeah. They have to win. Yep. Micah. Oklahoma. All right. All right. All right. We got to get that as a drop. I like that one. Yeah, we got that. What movie is that from? Just for Days and Confused. Uh, Days and Confused. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cowboys at the Lions. Lions, a three and a half point dog. I, it took me a long, like, I, I had to do some research to find this line because a lot of people have it off the board because they're waiting for the Stafford thing to kind of hit happen. the wire, like what's going to happen with him. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't think the Cowboys are as good as people think. If Stafford plays, it's close. If he doesn't, it's not. So I'm just going to say... I think Stafford plays. I think the Lions win. So I'm going to take the Lions plus three and a half at home. Ryan. I I will go with the Cowboys because I think you laid it out perfectly. If Stafford plays, they have a a pretty good chance. It's kind of a pick em game at that point. But I don't think he plays. I think uh, Cowboys win this game. All right. Kyle. I keep picking the Lions. They keep letting me down, so I will take the Cowboys. It's good. It's a good point. I just every week. I, I talk, know. I talk myself. Into I know. I lose a point every week on this. Yeah. yeah. How old are you? Again? Thirty-four. Yeah, it seems like you'd have figured that out a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And this, but maybe this podcast is going on. You're still picking the Lions. <laughs> yeah, says the guy that picked them this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it, baby. Idiot. It's my team. <laughs> Micah, what about you? I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. I. I I don't think they're as good as people think they are, but I think they're good enough to beat Detroit right now. So that's my reasoning. So we will jump down to the big matchup. We got Michigan State at Michigan. Michigan, a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. That's a lot of points. Look, the fact that the spread is over 10, I think, is pretty telling of what this matchup is. I mean, three points being the home team for Michigan, and I really think Vegas kind of has a one- or two-point wiggle room to kind of get Michigan fans to buy in. So it's like, I feel like there's a little more there than what usually is. Um, everything tells me to take MSU plus 13 and a half. It really does. But I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take Michigan. I'm going to take them to win big. I think they're going to dominate, as I mentioned. But I think the score will feel a little closer. But 14 points, why They're going to win by more than 14. So I'm going to pick Michigan. Ryan. I was... I was expecting you to, to pick exactly the way you did, but I was hoping you would pick MSU because of the spread. Yeah. I'll pick Michigan as well because of the same reasons. I think they're just, they're just better, Yeah, and I expect them to, especially in the second half, just kind of pull away in this game and establish their dominance. Yeah. I'm just so worried about a backdoor cover for Michigan State at this point, but Kyle, where are you at? Um, ugh. I... 
if I had to put where the spread it like that's the one place I don't want it right there. I don't know. It's right in. That's such it's a right tough in my spot. yeah. Uh, give me state. I don't know. So give me give me Michigan State. That's fair. Mike uh, going big blue. Go blue, baby. I'm just so excited for this game. It's gonna be it's a, gonna good be a lot game. of fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna today. be a lot of fun yeah. at the house. So yeah. don't forget to come out to the watch party, Mike, Kyle. Before I get too far, just cut the music. Can you can you do that for me? Yep, got it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sam. Um, are you going main squeeze again? Oh, dude, I'm going main squeeze all day. Yeah. No, I might go with the the little juice though to keep things a little calmer. They got this new IPA oh, yeah, out there. New, I haven't tried it yet. Very tasty. I got one up in my fridge if you want to try it. I do. Thank you. On Saturday. That's what I meant. You're going to bring that one to the bar on Saturday? <laughs> no, you can you can buy one. You're going to buy me one on Saturday. No, you can buy one. Okay. Well, you I can buy it'd be one. A nice, sure. It's established. Good, yeah, we goodwill gesture on your part, but okay. Yep. Well. This isn't just me, guys. So I think I'll go Schwartz beer again. Kyle, that's enough. Gosh. That's just give us a beer grade already, Kyle. Just start us off. Okay. Uh Bell's official. Hazy IPA. I had higher hopes for it. Uh high hopes for women. Yeah. Six point five. Wow. I went a lot higher than that. But Ryan. You've been having a good time over there drinking those. All four are gone. By the what? Way. They All are? All four are gone. Oh, I was hoping for more. These are Slippery. breakfast stouts. Breakfast stout. You're supposed to drink those in the morning, From I think. Founders. Yeah, 8.3 8. <laughs> <laughs> alcohol oh boy. by volume. Wow. You drank all four, huh? And you had all four? <laughs> <laughs> I think my performance on this podcast is a witness <laughs> to that. Like I. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, my points have been getting less and less relevant as they've gone on. Lloyd Carr. Lloyd Carr. Exactly. I I'm a big fan. I really like this. This is right up my alley. Dark beer like this. Um, nice. I've been going the the dark founders kind of style all day. I will go with an eight point nine. Ooh. Wow! Whoa, buddy! That is I a like it. High stout grade. I like it. That yeah, equals great. that equals my dark grade of uh, Shores beer from last week. Yeah, and I, I, it's right on the same level. Yeah, nice, nice. nice. Micah, remind everybody what you're drinking and give it a nice little grade. From Elk Brewing, I've got PB and Jelly, like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in a can. I guess it's like dinner for my kids constantly. That's all they want. Right? <laughs> I'm definitely not feeding this to your son. No. Which one? <laughs> Easton. <laughs> Either. None of the Uncle other. Micah, that looks that pretty good. That does not stop talking sober. <laughs> I cannot imagine what the people that are going to be around him when he's 21 like are going to have to deal with. Yeah. That kid's going to be I'll hilarious. be there. I'll oh, be there. Just going to be fun. Can't wait for his 21st birthday. <laughs> I want to know what he's like. So, Side note. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a good beer. It's really heavy. It definitely does taste like peanut butter what and jelly. What was the percentage on that one? Um... Do you have that there? That was a five percenter. Hmm. So it's really not that heavy. It's not that heavy, but it does taste heavy. It's a thick beer. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It was okay for me. Um, if you like this kind of stuff, you're going to really like it, but I'm going to give it a 6.8. Cool, cool. So I got the infamous Bell's Side Yard Fresh Hops New England Style IPA. It is a very good beer. It's not as, like, juicy as is the ones that I usually like. So it's not going to like reach the nine levels. Yeah. Not, not as juicy? It's, it seemed juicy to me. See, I, I thought it was more like 
hoppy and bitter. Is that right? you? bitter? Is that the right? Oh, Ryan said it seems juicy to me. <laughs> That's what she said. So thank you to my sister for giving this one to me. I, I really appreciate it. Six point eight percent alcohol. Very very good beer. I'm gonna go with eight eight. Okay, yeah. Well, we got some high beers here, Alan. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy with it. So worth um, worth the money, would you say? Yeah, is it worth the, is it worth thirty bucks a, a four pack or was it a six pack? I I would never spend that type of money on on beer. Either person. way, even if it's good enough, you wouldn't spend that money. No, I wouldn't. There there's enough. I mean, there are plenty of beers in this world that that would get me to where I want to be drinking a beer. So, um, sure. Yeah, it was it was good. The the place that I went to completely overpriced. Um, Meyer, I, I did see it a little cheaper. I actually, even that same day, I almost bought it for like twenty bucks for four, um, but still a little overpriced for me. Gotcha. Um, but it was good. Um, you guys tried it. You guys like a little sip of it? Or? Yeah, it was pretty yeah, it was good. good. It was, it was very good beer. Good. So it was very good. Um, a long time ago, but pretty good. Yeah. So, thank you guys for recording, and thank you guys for listening. Again, please do not forget um, to come out to our our. our our watch party this Saturday. We're very excited about it. It's going to be a great time. I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited too. Come out, bring your friends, and we'll just we'll just have a good time watching a great rivalry in, in this great state of Michigan. So, thank you. We will talk to you next week. We'll talk to you Saturday, if not sooner. Peace.